in the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Okay, I'm going to pull, I'm going to finally pull up a video. Okay. Like, I want to see someone playing it, actually. All right, we're talking about washers, <laughs> um, which is similar to Cornell. Well, what's the main differences? You. It's way better. Use a washer. 
Use a washer. I mean, like is a point washer? system kind of similar? The difference is like from holding hands to having sex. I oh, mean, that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's like that's, that's elementary like, school to high school. That's like still on home base all the way around. Oh, oh yeah. That's like, a great comparison. Yeah. And that's like one <laughs> one extreme. <laughs> How's the scoring right. go? Do you still obviously going to put the notches, washer in the hole? Notches on the bedpost. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get right into it here. Okay, well, I see like the board. Oh, okay. So you're, you're you, the washers are actual like metal washers. Washers. They're yeah. washers. A I H. Like, like heavy, like what diameter? Okay, four inch or so? Three, four inches? I'd like a hockey puck? Yes. Okay. A little bigger. A little bigger. Okay, I see, I see him. It, okay, so that one only had one hole. Your guys' board had three and holes. And he's got old, he's drinking old right. English. Okay, so. Yeah, that, there's three right. holes. One, okay. three, three, and five points. I heard You have to go to 21. Holes. You have to go out exact or you start all over. If you. Mm. Okay. Over. Yeah, it looks, looks hard. And how like, does the scoring go? One, so you have to go to 21. Three, five. There's one, three, five. Is it almost like the um, Chuck E. Cheese game with the balls? Kind of, except that you throw it more like a Frisbee or a... But like I bet there's different techniques, like right? Toss. Some people toss, some people Frisbee right. it. Well, because yeah. you could probably get like uh, a dynamic in the game would be like the slide. It's the it's slide. Definitely it's all about, all about the, slide. the slide. Yeah, versus like a... Let me see that picture. Cornel, you kind of... I mean, it slides, but you kind of want the bag to like it, drain it, in there versus... Absolutely. So well, that's it's turf the slide yes. and it's... AstroTurf. So the box, the box mm. is covered in AstroTurf. Yeah. And sometimes none of them go in, which is why there's a picture of it. Mm. Do, does but it you slide have to get off the slide. easy? Oh, yeah. It slides off it easy. slides off so easy. So you have to flick it just right, mm. you know? It's almost like a between... Um, what's that game at the bar where you slide the... Shuffleboard? Shuffleboard and cornhole with a washer. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's <laughs> what you call stoplight. So if you get one, because wa- you have three washers, three three uh, throws. You stand on on the box. One washer in each you hole. You stand on the box. Stand yeah. on the box and throw one, three, five. Okay. And you stand here if you get and throw one, three, five. a washer in all three holes, it's a stoplight. You automatically win. Or oh, really? all three washers in one hole. You win. Yeah. And then and then there's also canceling. So okay. You, okay. You okay. So like, you both get yeah. in the first hole at zero. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay, good. And it. then you can bust where <coughs> you get point. really cocky and you think you're going to win, and then you go over and you're back. Oh, you can't Talk, go she's over. She's talking from experience. Oh, oh so wait, if, you you get to 20, you to if you get to 20, you have you to go, go to the to first zero. hole. Oh, damn. So it can be long. It's oh. intense. It's intense. Yeah. Yeah. We've that sounds fun. How many games, it does. Erica? Uh, last November, when I moved up till Christmas, we played 500. Wow, that's oh sad. It's all <laughs> you guys many, are, many hours. It's still life. Lots of hours. <laughs> and, then, and then I had foot surgery. So you're supposed to stand on the box and then throw, right? But then I couldn't stand for like three months. So then Erica got us chairs, and we'd throw from chairs. Okay. And then we got be even harder. So we adapted it. We adapted to that, and then I threw it from oh, here. Oh, healed, okay. And then we went back to standing, and I sucked. Oh, you messed uh, up all your mechanics. Yes, I don't not like losing at oh, all. Yeah, I was winning like, the whole eyes. time. So do people throw it like this or like this or either way? Usually like, it's like this. Like a frisbee. Like a frisbee. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a flick. And do you it. hold it or you hold it? You pinch fl- it. Like, like a, a pinch, frisbee. Like Imagine a frisbee. it's a preference there, huh? It's Just a flicker. Like a yeah. Technique. Yeah. Kind of like a pitcher, like 
pitch a side on I, yeah. Erica, I think we found. I think we found our match. Found oh, we're match. down to play. Oh, I, I'm yeah. Yeah, this we're down to play. Really fun. Do they like sell like a kit that you can get, or it looks like your guys' stuff's homemade? It it's is homemade. homemade. Yeah, like my, made my, right. Yeah, my dad made one last summer. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Summer before, twenty twenty one. Is there like yeah. a spec to the board? Yes, like, absolutely. With all that. Oh, with, okay. yeah, hundred percent. Rules and shit. Okay. Washers. I. Well, Erica was saying it's big in Texas. Yes, our dream okay. is to. Figure out how it to build it. It should be bigger in Alaska. It should be. Well, it should, well, they have like cornhole on ESPN. Yeah. Like the champion. We want to make washers like out of something that's um, more sustainable so you could travel with them and take them hunting and not have waterlogged. Oh. Our dream is to be good enough mm-hmm. to be sponsored and make enough money to support Moose Mamas. That's our, that's our goal that's, in life. That's, the, that's, that's the, good. the pinnacle of Moose Mamas. Right. But first we need to build, you know. The reputation to have as the washer queens, yes, and Ooh, to have I like it. and to the have like queens. competition because right now we invite people over and they're like you're psycho and then they leave. <laughs> yeah, you scare them away. Maybe like tone it down a little bit on the new ones, and then we need help doing that. We don't know how. Okay, we're really that excited. We just we just go. Yeah, I'm down to play. It's a sprint. That sounds fun. That sounds sound like fun. the perfect Alaskan like camping game. Oh, big oh, time! Or we we brought it hunting this year. Yeah, you or hunting or fishing. Right. Oh, you guys had it down oh, there? Oh, and we had lights on it. What? And oh. we have a, uh, Little we have LEDs a scoreboard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have LED ones. We the, didn't. The gray ones are LED. Oh, this is sad. Did you that get that one? Like this. <laughs> Did you get that one fixed? I thought it didn't work after we okay. set it. Okay, okay so it has we to be the life. turf. This is what I've decided. Is the ones in Texas on turf? That's like what it is? I don't know if Texas plays it right. It's a great topic. But according to our rules and the rules that are online. Okay. You should stand on the box. Texas doesn't necessarily play on the box. Yeah, I see hit and miss on like different pictures. Yeah, it's house rules. That's how. That's, that's house rules. Okay, that's house it. rules. Yeah, got it, got it. But I never learned until I came here, and then the people that taught me were trying to tell me it was different, and mm. I was confused. Nobody knows. Well, if anyone that's listening and you've heard of this game, washers, please hit us up. Give us a message on our Instagram because um, we have oh, some challengers get, here. We're gonna get a. We're gonna. We get have some challengers here, and it sounds like we're gonna set up a tournament. And um, I'm putting down money right now. Okay, this is what we do. This is what we do. We set up a tournament. There's an entry fee. We'll do a 50 50. Winners get 50%, and the other 50% goes towards Moose Mamas. I love it. Hell yeah. And see how many people we can get. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. Sounds good. AWP's in the house. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Alaska Wild Project, episode 85. Today we have Dana, Dana, Dana. shit. Dana and Erica from Moose Mamas. Um, I have, uh, Moose Mamas for people that haven't heard is, um, a organization that basically is trying to take orphan moose and bring them back to life and health and then re-release them in the wild. Correct? Absolutely. Yep. Nonprofit. Correct? Nonprofit. Nonprofit. Very nonprofit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, that was the, that was the coolest thing. Like when we met you a few weeks back. Oh, hold on a second. Like, oh, you want to get started? <laughs> there we go. Not now the show that can start. Let it begin. Caribou um, <laughs> You know, it's like what the what I took from our like first impression meeting was like your conviction in this and like. Oh, wait, what hunting? Or? No, no, in, oh, okay. in moose bombers, okay. the way you explained it. And it yeah. was like, oh, wow, like this isn't something that like, oh, yeah, it was like a little side project that I do. It was like uh, your my life. life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. And, and then the first thing she did, 
Erica, she gave you guys a shout out. She's like, if it wasn't for my team, if it wasn't for my, you know, everybody that's helped. I mean, like you, the presentation to me that intrigued me to have you on tonight. I was like, oh my God, we got to have help promote and bring some attention to this. Cause you guys are obviously have it established everything going, but, um, the world, more of the world needs to know about this. And I think there's a lot of room for Gross. assistance for yeah. you on this. Yeah, we're, so. we're really good at rehabilitating moose calves. We're, well, but Eric, that, Eric takes is, up, Eric that takes up better than me at promoting yeah. it. Well, okay. when, when I first met you on the trail, um, for people listening, uh, we were on our one of our moose hunts this, this past fall. And um, this beautiful lady and her fiance come rolling up with the four wheelers. And, you know, there's always weirdness when someone's rolling up into your camp. You made it very seem at ease. And you brought it up and you showed me the pictures, but I didn't realize like how deep you were in it. I think you just showed me and I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool that you do that. And then you saw Brandon like the next day. No, and then, it was just a few, like an hour. Or later. an hour later. Yeah, oh, yeah, because you guys were coming him. down there, yeah. coming up. Yeah. And so then he. He's like, did you meet, did you meet Dana? Did you see, the, you guys met her, right? Do you know that? And she like, he explained the whole thing that you told me. And I was like, I don't know if I was like drunk. And she told me this and I totally <laughs> just was like. Well, you just got done with your guys' day of hunting, right? And this came yeah. down and they And you're like, by. you didn't invite her to the podcast? And I was like, I didn't even like think about it. And good thing that he did. And now you're here. Yeah, that was funny how that Because you showed me pictures and everything, and I totally just was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I think I was so more like, what's going on? It, it must be my life because, I, I mean, meeting people on a trail hunting, I'm like, oh, look at my baby moose. Look at my yeah. pictures. I show, it's really sad. I hope my kids don't listen to this, but I show more pictures of my moose calves than my own kids. Than your babies. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They, they, I don't know. That, that's it. debatable. That's debatable. Um, yeah, so it, it's a passion. Yes. And oh, you, guys, you, you guys read into that right away. Um, oh, man, for sure. It, it, yeah, it, it's, it's a God-given mission, I think. So. Do you name the calves? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, you do. Okay. <laughs> well, well let, I thought let's, so. Let's back yeah. up a little bit. So I, I'm curious to know, like, and I wanted to know this right away, and I wanted to ask you beforehand, and I was like, I'll just wait for the show, wait for the show. We'll have time to talk about it. Like, what spurred this? Like, what was the first thing that, like, where this got into your mind? And then, you know. Yeah, yeah Dana, like, tell us how what, you uh, screwed all of us up. No doubt. <laughs> um, how did you lure all these poor gals into this project? I think Suckers. It, 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 it came before. I think there was a plate. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so I grew up in Colorado. All right. I've uh, been up here 18 years. My uncle was, um, and my grandfather, and my dad, they were all into conservation. Um, okay. They, uh, my uncle was a hunting guide, one of the best in the state. Um, like elk and mule deer? and Elk and deer. Mm -hmm. um, he had uh, Unit 2 and 11 in Colorado. If you're from Colorado, you know where those are. Uh, if there was a governor's tag, you called my uncle. Okay. Those um, are like those like blue chip or you couldn't yeah. trophy put spots. Your, your, your hands around the girth of the bottom of the, the elk. You know, I mean, wow. trophies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I grew up hunting, you know, living off the land. But then I also, around the dinner table, like, how are we going to help the antelope population, the elk population, the, the mule deer? My uncle reestablished the wild turkey population in Western Slope, Colorado. Oh, wow. Uh, there's pictures of him with little tiny crates with little turkeys. Um, he died the day after my birthday visiting me on a motorcycle and 
He never oh, got no. to see me do Moose Mamas. Yeah. And I and I feel like he's would watching. be so proud and, and watching me do this, you know. Yeah. And I always like, ah, oh, you should see my moose crates, man. I kick your <laughs> turkey crates ass. Right. Uh, um, so I, I, I guess the. Um, so conservation. It was embedded. Motor, it was motor, embedded yeah. in my life, and I didn't realize it. Mm. Um, became a chef for fifteen years. Uh, had kids. Went wow, chef's not really good with kids nights and weekends. That's yeah. how. Um, so I went into marketing um, just because I'm a nerd behind the computer, do graphic arts. Yeah. Um, and I got hired by um, the Alaska Moose Federation mm. in 2012, I believe. And they're the ones that tried this program first. Okay. Um, they did the diversionary routes. Um, they tried the Orphan Moose Calf program. Great ideas. Um, didn't really work out for them. Um, as hard as they tried, Gary Olson was the founder, huge heart. He just passed what away last was, year. What year was that? Um, when that was up and running and you were working for them? When was that? Uh, 2012. Okay. Like I, 11, like I remember hearing 11, about that. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. They, they were actually, you know, the front line. Existed for like uh, 10 couple, years or so? Oh, no. They only did the calves or, for a couple years. Okay. They didn't have very much luck. Mm. Um, Gary Olson was the founder, um, great heart. Uh, he passed away unexpectedly last yeah. year. He, um, he's the reason I'm sitting here today. Um, but he, um, he had all these wonderful ideas. It didn't always pan out, you know, financially or, you know, and, uh, I started helping them with marketing. Well, Gary took me out to see, uh, they had a couple moose calves at the time they were trying it out, and of course, I fell in love. I'm a chick, right? Like, look at these babies. Baby yeah. moose are the cutest things ever. But I got it. Understood. I'm a hunter. You know, I I get why we're trying. Um, and it wasn't working out. The next year, they were gonna. I don't think they were gonna get permits. They were out of funding. I'm like, I can't let this die. Mm. Yeah. Um. So I just, I just started doing a bunch of research. Is this worth it? Mm. Um. I'm a realist. I get it. A lot of people judge me like. What's a few moose calves going to do to our moose population? I, I get it. I get judged on that all the time. Yeah. But the more research I did, um, and Fish and Game themselves did a research project called the Moose Web. When you take a female moose and um, she twins conservatively every other year, mm-hmm. they're in good habitat. They'll they'll twin every year. I have twins. I was in good habitat. Um <laughs> And uh, her average lifespan of 15 to 18 years, if she lives eight, 15 years, her bloodline in 15 years is 720 moose. Wow. And one? One. Mm-hmm. So in 15 years, that's 720 moose, okay? So they really spawn. They really like. Yeah. Like kind of like rabbits, right? Yeah. So um, we don't want those on the road system. Mm-hmm. I know we like seeing moose in town on the way to school, on the way to work, but that's not where we need them. Yeah. Um, it's not safe for them or us. C- correct. So I'm like, I can't let this this die. So I, I talked to Fish and Game. I got a board of directors. I started doing more and more research. And honestly, I just kind of learned as I went. Um, and I, I do honestly believe it's a maternal program where I have mm-hmm. veterinarians that work with me. They're like, what do you think, Mom? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so we've we've had a lot of success. 
Um, is there, um, did you take any inspiration or learn anything from maybe some other groups in maybe Canada or other places where there's moose Maine? Absolutely maybe? not. They actually call me. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> is that right? But I when just, you first started, was there anyone there, there else was that was nothing, doing anything like nothing, that? Really? No, like asserted like con- conservation efforts, really, that were going on. Nothing. But now I bet there's others and you're the, like the lead yeah, dog. Yeah, I, I, I started a worldwide uh, moose calf coalition. Oh, um, wow. I had Russia call conservation center call me about i don't know four years ago mm. uh hello uh we hear your moose guru <laughs> uh we have two new moose cubs <laughs> <laughs> um so, so you know yeah they'll call me at three o'clock in the morning from canada there's about four places in canada that call me and mm. and um i just wanted to, us to all be on the same page yeah and collaborate with each other mm. and it's very humbling because for the first five years I was doing this, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And keep everyone's calling and me and going, deeper. what do we do? Yeah, what I'm do like, we do? Uh, try this. And yeah, it worked. And like I said, it's very maternal. You just need to know your babies. Well, yeah. I think it's inspiring for you, like what you said there. Like a lot of people hesitate to start new things, whether it's a podcast or a YouTube channel or conservation or anything, because they just don't really know what to do. And what people don't realize is that the majority of people that jump into these things and make these things successful, they don't know what they're doing in the beginning. They just start doing it. And then oh. from there, you learn, you make mm-hmm. mistakes, you adapt. And then from there, you, you become more knowledgeable and you become more better at what you're at what it is and then right. from there you can help other people that yeah. are are looking to get into similar things well, and, and it's about your support team too right like erica coming oh, yeah. in yeah couldn't, couldn't do it i mean she's your, your right 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 hand left hand you know yeah i've, I've had over 27 30 interns and yeah Eric, erica's top notch yeah <laughs> and speaking cool. of knowing nothing i knew nothing yeah yeah what was what was what spurred you to get into this? I mean, did you get a hold um, of her? Did she get a hold of you? Did I you gotta reach out to her? her? I got a hold of Dana, and then <laughs> yeah. she sucked me in. Cute little moose. Um, She's like, oh, look at I, these pictures. I, taught, I teach middle school uh, okay. PE. Oh, and right. Where? I, Where? I'm at Clark. Clark? I'm, this, I'm at Wonder Park. Oh, what? This year. Yeah. Eastside? Yeah. So I'm teaching at Clark. I subbed at South, but um, so I decided during COVID to get my master's. Oh, and wow. Uh, because I thought, well, I might Plenty get, of time get anyway, paid huh? more for doing the same job that I'm already doing. And okay. I'm teaching online and <laughs> doing my master's. You. And um, I fell in love with moose when I took kids camping in 2008. Okay. And three moose walked right through our site. And I was like, hey, come on, guys, get closer. And our Which we do not our leaders recommend to people. We're like, hey, no. hey, go away, go away, come back. And I'm like, dude, this is sweet. Yeah. And so Danny yells at me all the time about getting too close to the moose. I should have a fear, but it was too late. The magic is real, um, and moose bring people together. So um, oh. fell in love with the moose and was sitting on my couch, needed an internship for my master's, and um, was looking at moose because it had been two years since I'd gotten to do anything outside or in the mountains. We have moose in Minnesota, but I've never seen one. Mm. Yeah, um, they're smaller. Are the those the, the the Shira? Shiraz, Shiraz, I've been saying Shira forever. We have the Alsace Alsace Gigas, which is giant of the moose. Mm-hmm. We do. The Yukon. I think we just have the one like subspecies here. We don't. The Alaska Yukon is the one, yeah. <clears throat> but like Maine and then 
Minnesota, middle. They're yeah, eastern like, Canada. Yeah. Right? Minnesota really doesn't have. They're, I think they're we have junior moose. Two thousand yeah. total, maybe. Oh, like head count of actual yeah. animals. Yeah, the ticks Whoa. are getting them, and it's just not as cold. Maybe we yeah. should even bring have a season. There, so yeah, that's yeah, a great idea. See how it does. Yep. We thought that's about a great it. idea. We, we dreamt about it. We dreamt about having moose mamas in multiple places. So I, I got. I, I needed an uh, internship for my masters. Okay. And uh, saw oh, wow. saw Dana uh, moose mamas, and so I googled subsistence lifestyle and tried to answer all her questions. That and was one of my questions. Just <laughs> just said, hey, I went to Colorado one summer and I saw sixty nine moose and it was really cool. And then she called me and uh, we hit it off pretty much immediately and um, started dreaming about all the things moose mamas could be and yeah. how to oh, connect yeah. people and giving just a second chance at life because that's probably the coolest thing. I mean, you talked a little bit about um, the inspiration of Dana and just giving giving hope to a dream that you never thought was possible. And I never thought I'd be here. Um, and uh, quit my job for three more days with the moose to release them and then ended up moving up. I've only been here a little over a year mm. um, to do the moose thing. Um, so conservation is, is cool and huge and nature was a big thing growing up for me, but, um, the power of nature with people and just mm. the conversations Dan and I have had with so many people just through Moose Mamas has been life changing yeah. and yeah. giving people a chance to, I mean, we joke that people just come over to say hi and then three hours later or six hours later they, they leave and they've told us their entire life story and, we're not really sure what happened. Just like connects people. Next in thing you know, you're, you're, you're playing. You're playing washers. You're playing washers. <laughs> some, hey, some why don't you come try this game over here? We How much money to, you got? We try to suck it. I, I think. I think the coolest thing is um, just the analogy of, of these calves, uh, the second chance of life. Um, we had um, Covenant House come bring uh, some a, of the kids. A few of the kids mm -hmm. that were old enough to come. Uh, volunteer for the day and you don't want to come out and say it you know to them but you're uh you're saying hey you know these calves are orphaned um oh. they need a second chance you know but if you if, make it relatable i made it relatable to them and um it, it was really they asked really great questions these kids yeah. and it was a real eye-opener and, and and to us it's it's more of course it's about the moose um, but it's not about the moose. But it's not about the moose. It's about the people that these moose calves bring together. Yeah. Um, my, my interns that I have every year, they become my kids. Um, I bet. Yeah. And they keep getting younger, but I think I'm just getting older. <laughs> sucks. I thought I was the oldest intern you had. Oldest intern. They're usually going into wildlife biology or, or okay. um, pre-vet. Well, what a yeah. cool opportunity that you're allowing or you're opening up for them. Well, we're putting to them have on like the map. Hands-on, sure. like experience. I mean, yeah. this is like just not shit you can watch on a YouTube video or read in the book, which is right. all good experience too. But to actually like get your hands on these critters, there isn't there isn't a book. There that, isn't YouTube. Not, yeah, not there's, on this There is nothing. When you're googling moose, you're trying to like. There's yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. out there really i've had pre-vet students um that have interned here and they go back to finish uh their their degree and they're like hey i'm doing my thesis on moose calves what research is there up i'm like I, I, whatever you wrote down dude yeah 
Uh, I have a random kind of question. I was just thinking about this. Um, you know, when uh, someone raises or helps raise some sort of like a lion or something like that, and they release them into the wild, have you ever encountered one of your babies in the wild and it recognizes you? No, and it sucks. No, I'm just kidding. That's what we want. Wild, um, moose are different um, as far as um, other wildlife. Uh, a lot of people ask us that question because they are domesticated when we have them for four and a half, five months. Mm-hmm. They are our babies. They'll, you know, they follow well, us around. Re- reliant on you. And, and so when we release them, they actually revert back to being wild almost immediately. And I've um, I've actually proven that. Um Time and time again, uh, we fly them out across the inlet. We we're, we don't release them here in Anchorage, you know, where we have. You're too not many. a king cave. Oh yeah, yeah. Them no, no, it's <laughs> so we, a specific we, drop location for oh, the greater good of like population growth. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so we knock them out, put them in an airplane, fly them across the inlet. Um, one day we we dropped four off. We we're coming back for four more. Weather, you know how it is in Alaska. Weather came in. We couldn't fly. So mm. next day we flew four more back out. And uh, I, I was calling my babies by name, right? Okay. And uh, usually they come, if they're in the pens, they come running to you. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I called for them and I saw a couple of them come out of the woods. They looked at me and split, man. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Within so it's like 24 that. hours. So after. Uh, out of eight years of releasing calves, um, I track them. You know, I know right where they're at, and I've never uh, been able to approach one. Wow, bastards! So they, yeah, they just kind of um, mission successful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, but I bet you feel something I, like oh, well, it, well yeah, said. There's no Christian the Lion your reunion scene. Yeah, right. but yeah. Um, yeah, I, it, it, it's I mean, great. That's a good because, thing. That's a good you know, thing. You know, hunters could put on a blonde wig and go, come here. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> come over here, Sammy. <laughs> well, and it would be, it's just like, I've, I, I'm not a parent, but I felt like I learned a lot. I respected my parents a lot more and just all the things that come into being a parent and mm. the mm. sacrifice and the love and the grief that you have to go through that you don't anticipate or I didn't anticipate coming up to take care of something that you're like oh it's just an animal like it's, it's not your cat it's not a dog it's it's, it's the eyes man it's a part you. of you and mm. and you know i would go on vacation like my parents came up to visit and i was gone for like three days and i'd be like are somebody feed them are they okay yeah you're yeah. almost, checking lo- you're in almost in losing and sleep over it yeah, yeah. it was oh, yeah. like i'm not even going yeah. on vacation and they'd I, be like I get out of here eric and i'd be like no i, I tell the interns stay. that over there every year at the beginning they're like so do we get vacation or time off i'm like you do but you won't want it and they're like what until yeah. they figure it out they're like yeah, yeah we're not get leaving a, these they guys. get attached yeah. yeah and you're feeding them every three hours and they get attached to you too so it's not like I bet. it's a mutual thing yeah I bet. Mm-hmm. so how do you how does it how do you procure the babies how does this happen like do you get a call like a mom died yeah, give yeah. us a rundown yeah how does it like how do you, you get, get you get them so in april and may right you get day in, in the, the life of a moose mama yeah there we go starts out end of may early june where you know you're waiting for the snow to melt to get everything up and ready before the calves are born it's always a panic you're and setting up all the pens you're putting oh, the bear boards on yeah. well, so all the work that nobody s- sees seasonal preparation behind the scenes 100 percent for sure yeah going on for sure so then um when calving season starts um you you start you start getting calls from the public 
typically. You know, we were out. We saw a baby by themselves. Okay. Facebook posts. Um, you start getting pins. reports. Yeah. Mm. So we get reports. Um, we can't. Um, <coughs> in the state of Alaska, it, it's weird. You, we can't rescue without permission. Yeah, you can't just, like, go out with your equipment and, like, go wrangle one up. Yeah, we're, like, the only state that doesn't allow that. Okay. So we get permission from Fish and Game. They usually go out and assess the situation. Oh, so you got to um, wait on them and their gotta time. Got to wait on them. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, their resources aren't just ready at the yeah. drop of a hat always to do that, right? Yeah, so. It's more 9 to 5 than we're 24-7. Yeah, yeah, and moose calves, moose calves don't uh, really uh, look at the clock and well they don't yeah. ha- they don't have a lot of time either right I usually mean, the, the weekends um when people are out in spotum which mm-hmm. you know the dep- department's closed so we're working on that um yeah. partnership or like um, permit is there permitting maybe like we, a like specialized almost like customized permit that we could almost we're working propose that would give you the right like you and your license like yeah well you know when to our, do something like when that? our governor um Dunleavy was a senator. He actually passed it through legislation that there should be more cooperation with that. So, okay, we're getting there. The, um, yeah, at least it's a conversation. And it's, it's a conversation, and yeah. we've we've rescued our, a fair share of our own, um, which we're pretty darn good at. <laughs> the hard part is everybody supports it, but they don't want everybody to just be able to do it. Oh, which it, it should which be that sense. way. It should be hard. It should be hard. Yeah. But at the same time, it you also should be a licensed, be certified like after person. Eight, yeah. After yeah. eight years, I think we've maybe proven that. Anyway, if anybody knows how to do it, yeah. Right. Well, so, the hard part is if we're not <coughs> operating, then no one's doing it. Well, and so there yeah. just needs to be new policies. Policies in, the, in our state are different than laws and statutes. Um, mm. Policies can go in a binder, put on the shelf, taken out, and changed. Yeah. Um, yeah, good and point. It, and it always um, depends on who's commissioner, who's um, who's the uh, wildlife director. Anyway, so we're doing good. We're having it, we have a great relationship with uh, Fish and Game um, mm-hmm. every um, other month. And um, no, we uh, we sounds like it, a marriage, right? <laughs> it's like hugging a porcupine, like that. <laughs> I love them. They hate me. No, just kidding. <laughs> um. No, so we get calls from Fish and Game. We get calls from state troopers, the public, um, and, and it's 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 you know it's a partnership. It's everyone coming together to do the right thing. Um, and then so what it's like, or um, either we go rescue one, or um, we go pick one up that they've rescued, um, and it's always an extra like large a, dog crate. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So um, we d- we don't want them to get hurt. Extra, so the sm- extra large dog kennel. Kennel. You didn't like, say like kennel. A, like a metal cage style well, like kennel. You put in a yeah. It's yeah. Plas- plastic with the door. Oh, the big yeah. Yeah. Okay, door. yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want I, them to I, stand up. You want them to sit down because then if they stand up, space. they hurt themselves. Mm. Yeah, but Smaller they're small. The they're twenty five pounds ish. Twenty five when they're pounds. babies. Way baby, yeah. So we go pick them up. We take them to the facility. We um, give them a little time. They're they're wild. Yeah, They're wild animals. And back up just a little bit. So this is a combination of like automobiles um, hitting moose, um, uh, a maybe like a, a, a mother just didn't survive. She spit them out, but then couldn't recover. Right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a numerous. Yeah, like, within city limits on that. Okay. T- typically, it's human caused. All right. That, so, that's what I figure in the city for sure. 
Or it's um, got to be like majority of it's got to be. We don't go out to the bush and mess with nature. It's it's usually in, okay. You know that helps uh, narrow in, things down a little bit. Because I wonder if you get calls from Fairbanks and other places too. <laughs> or what you said? Like, some of them gotten like stuck in a fence. So still human. Yeah, yeah. Fin- cause human fin- impact. Fences, in, roads, yeah. dogs. Okay. Collisions, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Um. So then we we pick up the calf, um, bring it back to the facility. Um, then then it's called Fence 101. These are wild animals. They've never been in a fence. Mm. Um, now they're enclosed, and it's a big enclosure, but it never fails. It's called Fence 101. They rub their heads along the chain link mm. and try to get out. And uh, Naturally. Naturally. Yeah. And then, then the process of basically breaking them. Um, domesticating them? Domesticating them. Mm. Um, and I know a lot of people judge that, like, don't well, domesticate a wild And animal. they miss their mom. They miss their mom. They're yeah. very social. Well, I was just thinking about, like, a, a, a moose calf is so, um, like, pure and uh, like any infant, right? Like, it's so, like, it has no experience. It has no, like, natural instincts that it's developed yet. Like, it's 100% dependent on the nutrition from the mom, the, the, the touch the the communication and it's like a learning lesson 24 hours for a moose right and so yeah they kind of get thrust into now a domesticated yeah type atmosphere so it's just like yeah. totally kind of like curbs nature well this uh, hard the, right the like, younger we get them the easier okay uh, the less yep. time with mom um mm. the easier they are yeah um, and they're all different they're like humans. They have different personalities. We'll get some that you, you rescue, and they're, like, sitting there, like, wagging their tail, like, come get me. Yeah. You know? And then there's ones, you know, that are running the Glen Highway, and APD's calling us, like, help us get these out at 3 o'clock in the morning, and um, they're they're bolting. Yeah. Are you tranquilizing them to get them no, into the... No, we don't do that, um, especially on the Glen. You know, he miss. Yeah. He hit it, so on. Yeah. Um, yeah, three o'clock in the morning. APD calls us. We're we're in there fifteen minutes. Um, rescued uh, some twins. Uh, th- those were fence? a little harder. Rub, rubs the head right there. Okay. Mm. Rub. Um, so yeah, we named those uh, run and evade. Some of them okay. are harder. Yeah. To capture. Some um, of them are more um, stubborn than others. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, the hardest part is to get them to take a bottle. You know. Oh wow. Um, so the we food have, part. <laughs> And I, I'm proud to say, in the entire world, we're the best at getting them to take a bottle. It looks like an aggressive um, exchange, not saying you're being aggressive with the animal. It's just, I'm sure once they know that that's nutrition and food, they, they, they I'm sure like they are where they're competing with their brother or sister. Yeah. They're fighting for that that access. And so watching some of your videos, I mean, they're, they're aggressive. Yeah. Like on you guys. They're, they're One of the strong, most abused strong. things in the entire world is a moose tit. Oh. Say yeah. that again? What'd you say? <laughs> the most abused? <laughs> I'll let you say. You say. I it. said you one say. of the most abused things in the entire world is a moose tit. Okay. I thought that's what he so said. I was out, <laughs> I was out yeah. looking. I was behind Ted Stevens and I that's saw. the aggression I was talking about. You know? <laughs> I saw a cow and she had two twins. And what? This was like two weeks ago? And they were nursing. Oh, way too old to be nursing. And I was oh, like, they're holy smokes. By then. Have you ever seen like, like in the airport, like a five-year-old nursing? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like I mean, it's, it yeah. always kind of throws it's, you off. Like, it's Whoa. awkward. Yeah. I was if like, they can walk, Whoa. they Dana, shouldn't be nursing. Dana, this is weird. Like, 
They can ask Isn't for it. Isn't it too old? <laughs> Way but too they old. were just yeah, I've seen that. pulling down. It was oh, when they're man. saying, "Mama, I want yeah, yeah, yeah I no. want some milk." Yeah, no, Get I mean, that. but I just but, I just saw a cow and a calf yesterday, and uh, you know the the calf is got size to it now. Like it's <laughs> yeah, five hundred it, pounds. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a. It's not. It's not I a mean, baby anymore. I mean, to to get to the tit, it, they got like a way. <laughs> Like kneel not, down. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's, 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 awkward right, it's awkward right now. Oh, they, they need to cut that off right now. So so um, how late does it go? Like where is it? The the line is drawn where now the the moose has a better chance of like surviving on its own. So with the state of Alaska, the cutoff for rescuing is July fourth. Okay. Oh, it's a date. There's a yeah, date. I figured there has to be a maturity level where it's kind of like you know that thing might still be able, even though a calf. Lose his mom in August. That thing ain't gonna survive the winter. No freaking way. Um, I, don't, I, w- I wouldn't think so. I feel like it depends on the size of the calf. Like, yeah. there's oh. some calves that you've seen that you're like, I've oh, proven there's myself no way. wrong. Like eight years ago, I'd been jumping up and down. Like, there's no way. But they are tougher than you give them credit for. Sure. Um, and I've tried to rescue calves like mid July. Holy, crap. they're big. <laughs> they're big. Oh, they probably, and they're, they're wild. Probably no, yeah. no cooperation whatsoever well, with th- them. They're way more wild. They've been with their mom, and they've got a mean left hook. Man, I would oh, say I if they're the snot oh. out of you. I mean, I've gotten kicked in the face twice. What? You never told me that. <laughs> I did too. I have it on video. I had her yeah. sign on waiver. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, she's, in there's no insurance, okay? Don't pull it in a claim. No, he just got <laughs> excited and stuck his foot up there. But Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Just like we had, we had it over the, like, once they get big, we don't stand there and just oh, okay. in the open. We have yeah, it yeah. in a bottle I, feeder. I, I, oh, I mean, okay. Bottle okay. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. So they'll just, they'll just yeah. beat the crap so out of So it was you. just over the fence, and he just got super stoked. And and we wear hockey gear. There you go. <laughs> we Good. do now. No, Good. You should. No. <laughs> no. What's, what's mean, in the bottle? A face mask might not be bad. So idea. they start off like at two ounces. But what, uh, what well, is it? Oat oh, milk? What do you got in there? Itself. Hold up. Before they even take the bottle, when they're in the fence 101, it's a crawl. Yeah, back up a little bit. And it's a sit and wait and pretend oh, you're not we, looking at them. We've got it down. We've got it down. And then crawl a little bit. And we train we train. Oh, because they're Canada so timid. It. Like, they don't. Dana's son, Cole, is, like, amazing at he, it. He's the moose whisperer. But you have to sit oh. there and wait and pretend that you're not there for the calf. And it's eventually. Hilarious. Do you think they sense that he's a child and he's, like. Yeah. Well, you know, he's they, been like, doing it for since he was like, something. So a wee little okay. lad. Keep going, Erica. So, you have to so, so you're sitting, waiting, and and you just sit in there in the pen, and then holding you the just bottle. Get used to him, and you have a bottle. You might put a little banana on the top, and you just Some slowly crawl. Well, they don't come to you. You have to go to them. Mm-hmm. Oh. But eventually, they get used to your presence in the pen. Okay. And then you. I mean, we didn't have a bottle maybe for the first. It takes two or three days at least. A couple days wow. while we're there. And then, you know, all of a sudden you're like, Cole sends a text and he's like, I'm really close. And you're like, okay, I'm warming up a bottle. And then you try to get it to him without freaking him out. You wait till they're asleep. in through the pens. And, and then you like inch your way to mm-hmm. them and then they open their eyes and then you like pretend like you're not moving. Yeah. <laughs> pretend like yeah. you were never really? there. Really? Like a, a stop. Do you, do you avoid eye contact? Definitely. Mm. Like just kind of like. Always kind of facing away or just never really like looking at them. I look them straight in the eyeball. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm your mom. You're trying to get podcast vision here or something? <laughs> no, Cole, Cole is the best though. So oh, I would think cool. that by they're there for three days and they haven't eaten yet. 
They're oh, probably they're like famished. starving. And then yeah. they're crying and they're doing yeah. defense one on one hardcore. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just, just oh. yeah. Pathetic. I mean, it's got to be stressful. Yep. I mean, but I bet once they sure. eat it, they're just like, oh. oh. Well, and Dana always says the first calf is the saddest one because they're alone. And they miss their mom. And so uh, then as soon as the second one comes, they're oh, very now social. there's some camaraderie. Oh, and then it's like, friends. oh, well, you're here, so it's fine. And, the first, and then you, first one, he the sees important. him drinking. He's like, right. oh, well, okay. Then Absolutely. We, put, we joke about how they're going to like meet in the wild and be like, oh, how'd you get here? And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, we were at this really great place. Why'd we ever leave? Yeah. See <laughs> <laughs> how big I am right now? <laughs> now, inside the bottle, is that something you don't want to say what it is? Is that no, a propriety? No, we can say because they don't make it anymore. No, oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, they do, but it was... Is it the orange powder the, milk I used to have when I was a kid with the girl in the box? So, no. orphan moose calves. <laughs> Some um, quick or what? <laughs> Some strawberry... <laughs> best, <laughs> strawberry the best thing that ever happened to this program was COVID. Because... Um, it's I weird. Came. There's a lot of good things that because happened Because I came. COVID, That's why. That too. Um, All right. So this, the second best thing, the state gave me a protocol of what to feed them, ah. mm. um, which is great, really expensive. Mm. Um, and these buckets that like I would go through good. 50 of them um, uh, a, a season, they were like $136, I'd get $10,000 worth of formula. Yeah. Um, and you go up two ounces, they'd have scours. It was, it was so stressful. So during COVID I went to order and they were gone. Oh, you can get it. I was freaking out. This was my first job as an intern. I found one bucket on eBay for $400. I'm like, this is not happening. So I, I went old school. I, I did cow's milk from Costco and some lamb replacement from Minnesota. Lamb replacement. Lamb replacement. Was that your connection, Erica? (laughs) No, it's just made in Minnesota. So I was like, Oh, look at that. What does that mean? It, it, it's like what you would give um, lamb. It's, it's a oh, powder. You mis- okay. mix with water. And it's, I did a one to ten ratio. Um, don't try this at home. Yeah, do yeah. not try this. Oh, wow. <laughs> Delete the do, one to Do yeah. become an intern and donate. <laughs> there you go. And it worked. Biggest, best calves, no scars, healthiest thing. They were Health- huge. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I'll never use anything Pure nutrition else. form. The last awesome. bottle was what, 72? Oh, yeah. We So we started two ounces, ended up at... 72 ounces? Yeah. I think we felt bad because we had to bring them back to Anchorage. Yeah. After the have fake, you fake ever, release. Have you ever gotten your hands on the real deal? Like, the like, real mil- like milk? Did, milk? Like, like the milk, like milk a cow. And that sounds kind of silly now that I think about it. <laughs> well, maybe. Like the, real milk. Number one, dude. You know, I told you I was the most abused <laughs> thing. As an, as a, yeah. No, I think about it like who's milked a cow. Like, uh, well, a lots of people milked a cow. A cow moose. Yeah. It's like, that's a really dumb Well, maybe in like the zoos Maybe if somebody has, they could, you know, shout out to the podcast. Holler back. Holler back. If you got some of that moose milk, we're looking for some. Some moose milk. Analyze it. Well, that's all right. You guys made your own custom moose milk. Some people have asked if they could, if cows would. Adopt a calf, a right? moose cow. Oh, yeah. no! If a cow would adopt a baby mm-hmm. moose, been there, done that. They beat the crap out of them. The cow beat the crap out of them. Yeah. Oh, it wouldn't have that it. Maybe oh, it, it will happen once, one every hundred. She doesn't take. Yeah. No, she not. What if you do domestic- not? Just what if take, you she do- kills oh. them? Hmm. Oh wow. Okay, so at what mm-hmm. point? How big do they get before it's like all right? 
you're too big for the pen. It's time to release you. Is there is that yeah, a date? They that they was... they really become teenagers. Um, they start really playful at 25 pounds. Um, August they start becoming teenagers. They don't play. They don't cuddle like they used to. They just want to be alone in the rooms. But we made a cool video when I come quit October. My job. We want to break the plate. Yeah. So they go oh. from 25 pounds to 450. That was our last oh, bottle. Shit, those are big ones. So they can they, you airdrop them to me so I can put on the TV? They, sure can. They grow at five percent of their uh, own body weight seed, per day. I think is what it is. Oh wow! So there's they'll gain ten pounds a day. Wow, ten so pounds a day. That, some of that mama's milk. Huh? I got Brandon's iPhone or Daniel's MacBook Air. Daniel's MacBook Air, please. We'll put this picture up for those uh, those of you. Oh, I, that's okay. I, that I've never gotten hurt by you. one. Yeah. by a moose. Good piece of wood to knock on there. It's a nice table. Yeah. That, man, I'm trying to, like, as we're having this conversation, I'm, like, imagining just the physical, like, space of being with a, a pretty good-sized moose. I mean, they're they're a pretty big intimidating animal. Um, And, yeah, they're wild. Like, they're dependent on you, and they, they probably get that attachment going. But at the same time, it's like, they it's, were they were ready to leave. Yeah, they get ready. Oh, do they really? For sure. Mm -hmm. for sure. Okay. They start feeling like the space is too small for me. I need to like range and go do my thing. Yeah, yeah. and their their personality changes. Mm. They're just ready to to go. What's hormones, like hormones what, kick in? What's the first sign? Like where where's like um They start getting aggressive with each other. Oh, over brows, getting impatient. Their trees and their leaves and branches that we get, which they'll eat fifty pounds of leaves each a day. Wow! So if next time, like next spring or summer, just pick or, up, pick or even up right a, now, pick up a leaf. Remember that I said fifty pounds of those. So <laughs> how do you guys? How do you guys procure those? Um, <laughs> so we have to get um, truckloads a day. Because you maybe know, they, they deal with some of the tree companies, and they well, bring you guys. Well, uh, DOT loves that we cut on the right of ways oh, because okay. um, the new growth along the highways, um, oh, moose the moose oh. are um, attracted to because it has the most nutrients. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I always say, you know, instead of killing two birds with one stone, we're saving two moose with one pair of clippers. There you go. So they're not getting go. close to the road, and we're feeding yeah. our babies. But it takes a lot. I, I love getting brows. It's called the brows runs. The it's, brows runs. I really missed it. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Let's do it. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. 
Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. Yeah, that is a lot of greenery. And those are willows or alders? Willow, birch, aspen, cottonwood. And they love it all. So we're playing a video for people that aren't what's watching the, on YouTube. Um, it's showing basically in it a huge, I would say like the back of a huge pickup truck. It's a trailer. To the truck, yeah. to the top, full of, of trees with leaves. And I think that's um, willows. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Well, we get a little of Aspen. everything because it's the Ramada in for moose. Yeah. Oh. Variety. Mm. Well, you want to introduce them to what they're going to They have. get a buffet. Buffet. Oh, I, that's I really always, cool. You're simulating their actual natural food yeah. source. Yeah, so they you can choose. Tell them, tell yeah. them about that one story about the leaves when that lady called you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so funny. Oh, it's so funny. So this lady called me one day. She says, yeah, back in the 60s, the state let me <laughs> um, have a, a, a calf, right? And it was... That it was so cool. I just had to call and tell you, you know, I know what you're going through. I had one baby, but that's it. But the hardest part was getting down on my hands and knees and chewing the leaves to show them how to eat. <laughs> and I wow. literally, like, bit my lip, and I didn't want to say anything, you know, but you don't have to show them. Yeah. They, they, that's, they, like, they, next they level dedication. They, they, they know how to show eat these leaves. things. How to, yeah. yeah. God, God just kind of gave that to them. They know how to eat leaves. Well, she didn't know. She didn't know. You know. I hope she doesn't listen to this because it's going to bur- burst well, her bubble. But <laughs> Well, you see videos of, like, old school but, Alaskans trying to oh, yeah. um, domesticate moose and ride moose, like horses and stuff like that. Is that just impossible? Oh, cause, no, they've tried it. And, uh, in fact, they've actually There's tried to do it in war. Too. Where mm-hmm. they were um, domesticating moose um, to ride out into battle because they're bigger than horses. They got rocks, right? Yeah. But they're not um, herd animals, so it really didn't work when they ran out to yeah, the field because like, they're like you oh. couldn't coordinate them and like get them they running all just, a lot. Like ran different directions. Yeah. yeah, I would think too. Personality wise, you might get one that would maybe do that, but oh, yeah, the majority would of them like, they're all get, so different that maybe like no. Yeah. But, yeah. But every, every year it. there's something new. Every year. Um, yeah. Do you notice too, like, there's obviously simulator- similarities in their, like, uh, their behavior trends. But, like, in general, like, they are uh, all different. Like, aggression levels, different. Mm-hmm. Uh, edu- um, some learn faster than others. I mean, like. Probably just, like, kids. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah. think, uh, man, it's like. A moose seems kind of like it has like it's wired like three ways, right? It's either eat, run away, or reproduce. Like it's just like it does those three things, right? But all within thirty seconds. But this these guys here, they have a really challenge. They have a huge challenge because they have to go from wild to domesticated back to wild. Like it's a whole. They seem to do 
just fine. <sighs> well, that seems to be like the big battle that people are struggling with understanding. And I feel like, I don't know, Dana could say it until she's blue in the face. Uh-huh. And I maybe would 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 have been a little skeptical too, but I was like, moose are cool and I just want to be around them. So whatever. Um, but that they do. Like, <clears throat> it's just how it works out. And so... I, I don't know. I like to think of go back to the purpose of why we're here. Yeah. If you don't give them a chance, they're dead. Yeah. So there's right. a lot of research. A lot, well, not a whole lot doing. What we're doing. We have we have the most research, but um, I think it comes down to a lot simpler than than research in your data books. Mm. And yeah. God made them that way. Yep. I, it's the answer. As simple as that. Yeah. yeah. And just survival, yeah. like. You want to survive, so this is your option. Yeah. Your only option to survive is to be taken care of by us, and then we let you go live your best moose life out in the live your best moose last life. frontier. I mean, we release moose these guys into moose lives matter, <laughs> mountainous and lake. <laughs> how I mean, how big is the facility, and is there like room for growth? Oh, look at well, that! Well, wow, you just answered. You just that's yes. a big big question. Let's right now, we don't have that. a facility. Oh, you're in between looking for something? Yeah, we're looking for something. Um, hmm. So typically it's about two and a half acres. Okay. Okay. Um, the pens themselves are about 400 linear feet. Could be bigger. Um, so you have all your we equipment, have all the equipment and materials yeah, and yeah. stuff to put. You just, just need, need a land place. mass. We're looking for I1, I2, B3, B4 within Anchorage city limits. But we're remember, we don't want them to be on the road. And we're not necessarily open to the public. So. And we have no money. And we have no money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, strike yeah. lot three. A lot of challenges there. Oh, well, yeah, that was actually one of my other questions. If you had a facility, there was never ever tours or field trips or things um, like that open to the public? Not at this time because they are release animals. My dream is to have a viewing area, okay. you know, where you can see them. They can't see you. Okay. Like at the zoo when you're looking at the, like... Aquarium, like one way, right? Class. The whales are swimming underneath, and yeah. I mean, I, I guess know they can they still can't see, see you. you. They can still see you, probably. I don't know. Where are their whales? Now, what's the reason of that? Because they will not Alaska. Be <laughs> too domesticated, like you just in Alaska, less, you less just human interaction. <laughs> uh, yes. You'd, okay. If you, because then you'd be domesticating them. So just like an, an we don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, because okay. that's, a, that's a fair answer. But we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. If yeah. it affects them. The assumption is that you would domesticate them and then they would be too used to humans and hanging out. Okay, but, gotcha. But we don't know. Cordova, 60 year, 65 years ago, they took uh, 24 calves over a 10-year period. There were no moose at all in um, Unit 6B, eh? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. moose. And the uh, biologists think they just never migrated over there. So they took 24 calves within 10 years few at a time um and you see pictures they've actually the cordova museum released them to me pictures of the whole town around these calves right mm-hmm. and since then they've harvested over six thousand. Oh, cordova's moosey 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 mm. big so bulls too we don't know if <clears throat> visitors and you know well and you um, wonder what would happen out in the the bush when people are out living their life with the moose yeah existing so 
We don't know. We don't know. But um, a viewing area would be nice because it's hard to raise money for something you can't see. And I'd like to share this with the world. Well, I was noticing on your guys' website you have, like, the virtual um, thing. And and then I watched some of your guys' YouTube videos. Uh, I think that it'd be really cool for the school district to, like, because I know oh, during yeah. COVID, they was doing mm-hmm. a lot of, like, uh, remote field trips oh, or v- sure. VR things oh, yeah. that the kids are super into right now oh, where you sure. guys could film feeding them. And, and now mm-hmm. with the kids with the VR, they could go and then do the field trip virtually. So then it's still there, and but like they're not there. Org. Yeah. 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 Fat, fat Bear Week. I mean, that's how yeah. I, I yeah. rope my kids into that, and I got here, and I was like, okay, guys, it's Fat Bear Week. And the kids were like, what? And I was yeah, like, they just announced the winner last on night now. on the news. Yeah, seven forty-seven. Forty-seven, man. It's either that or take them down to the Saturday market on the leash. You know, so. Well, they do yeah. that with the freaking caribou, right? That they got downtown. They yeah. walk star every week mm-hmm. down there. Yeah, moose is different though. I wouldn't want to yeah. keep. I wouldn't want to keep the moose year round because when we had them in September and we were trying to release them, and we were trying to collect browse for them, we would. I literally laid on the trail in the trailer with the leaves to try to keep them from blowing oh, off. Yeah, yeah. as we were all, driving, and so dead, yeah. to have it be a pet and live on kibble versus getting a chance to be free. Yeah, we want to make this work. We're gonna make it work. We're trying to figure it out. Um, I'm not gonna give up. You know, the most dangerous animal is not a bear; it's a moose mama. So watch out, guys. I'm gonna make this work. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's a good. Well, that's right in general analogy. too. Just in general, yeah. Yeah. No, they are. That's, I mean, I'm sure everybody's been close to charged or, you know, to get too close to a, a mama cow and her calves, right? Yeah. Well, we maybe didn't have a technical operation this summer, but we had a mom and a calf hang out a lot. And then there was a bear that hung out. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah, it was we, cool. Oh, really? We weren't allowed to have the calves at our facility that we just set up, our per- permanent location. But a we have videos and a picture of a cow actually dropping her calf off for like seven hours. Yeah. In our moose pens. The lighting leaving. was really bad, so the videos didn't really turn <laughs> out. But the calf is hanging out, and I'm trapped in the in the house, and the I'm, other interns down by the pens, and she's like, "Don't come down here. There's a baby down here, I'm but pretty, we don't know where the mom is." I'm pretty sure yeah. the mom knew about us yeah. like i am a single mom i've got to get to work i am <laughs> dropping this kid off you guys have she's her. gonna lure that bear away yeah. get that thing she out showed here. up every day it like, was you guys got this all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you mentioned before <laughs> on where you were, were dropping off the 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 babies once they're ready to be released back into the wild um how, how is that decision made um typically um by the Department of Fish and Game. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you're, you're working with them, and they're like, we think that this is a good area to release these moose. Correct. Now, is that – what's their thinking? Is it because the habitat is good and there's not as many wolves or predators there, or is it just like you, this is the easiest way to do they it? Pick do you want an honest spot, answer? Right? What? Do you want an honest answer? Yeah, Definitely. I want an honest answer. Um, they try to um, find places where um, super pack wolves are. And then have me drop them off in between those. In between. Got no, it. No, that happened one time. <laughs> okay. Um, but you should still know where the super packs, the two super packs should, of you wolves are. You kind of should know where they are. Um, well, and for oh, people, and that, then, real quick, I wanted to yeah. like just uh, elaborate on the super pack. If for, any, for listeners are wondering what that means, that's basically where there's large population centers of moose, or excuse me, wolves, 
versus like a sporadic pack. It's like a massive. It's like well, thirteen or yeah. Yeah, it's above thirteen pack. is yeah. a super pack. It's a super yeah. pack. Yeah, in which and I've heard in Russia there's annihilate like shit packs of like a hundred. Huge, huge. Yeah. Su- I think they call it something else. That really sucks when super you duper spend <laughs> four <laughs> super <laughs> When it's you, a megla pack. <laughs> yeah, when you spend um, four and a half, five months, um, 24-7 raising these things, yeah. getting attached, and then being told where to put them, going and tracking them with your 13-year-old son that's put everything into this, and then finding them all just destroyed by wolves, sucks. Okay, oh, so yeah, well, that kind of led into my next question because you, oh. you talk about tracking them. And then so obviously you're going back out to take the tracker back and then you find maybe some of them have been eaten or you can't find them. Like what's the, what's the... I started off really good. Are these um, collars too? Or is that what you're tracking them with? Two different things. Uh, okay. I started off with collars. Um, like I said, not a whole lot of people do this in the world. I think we're... Uh, we're the only ones that release. Um, I've actually helped a place in Canada release a couple of theirs. But we're the only ones that do this. Um, so we actually have these breakaway collars um, that oh. have, uh, they expand. Okay. The, the, the oh, so as the moose gets bigger, it gets br- yeah, enough yeah. so it breaks, yeah. it breaks off. Their, uh, their necks expand. You know, the, yeah, yeah, they get the all girth. Why don't you send that to Daniel? Um, we can pull it up. So it has a special thread um, that breaks down uh, under UV light, and they break off after, like, 12, 15 months. Oh, oh perfect. This yeah. is them waking go, up from anesthesia. We go at, um, retrieve them. Um, the first two years uh, took them to 16B, 100% survival. They did great. Oh, wow. Um, Got to track them, over, like, bulls. What year was this? 2015 and 16. Okay. Okay, so here's a video. Those are light winners. This is Um, them waking up from anesthesia. Waking up from anesthesia. You're about to release them. They have the collars on, the breakaway collars on. Oh, what a beautiful video. Yeah, what a nice day. It was a beautiful day to quit my job. And we get in-kind donations uh, from Sportsman's Air Services, Joe Schuster. Oh, really? Oh, cool. And we had a new guy. I mean, those are already big. Yeah, Those are already yeah, like this is, this four is like, foot, five foot is, tall. Yeah. This has got to be what, like like a September, mid-September? Uh, Late September? First of October. Oh, okay. Yep. About 4.50. Oh, this was just last This week? was last? Week uh, no. Last? No. Or a year ago. This oh, is right there, Upper Hoffman. Okay. Yeah. A year ago. <laughs> right there, oh, Upper Hoffman. Oh, right, right, right there at the trailhead. Yeah. That's where they're releasing Yeah, that's guys. at Nunja Lake. Yeah, Nunja. Nunja Business. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that lake. Okay, so like, what, so right here after the video stopped and you guys are releasing them and cleaning up or whatever, then do they just run off or you kind of have to like shoo them off? Uh, so they... Because they're so used to being around you by this point. So the biologists have actually proven this um, and then we've reproven it that they do not like leaving the area where they last saw their mom. Mm. And that was Erica and I. Yeah. Oh. And so they stayed around there for, for quite a while. We hung um, out, went to the bathroom, went driftwooding. They'll hang out for a few weeks and then split. Um, oh, for a few weeks? Yeah, mm-hmm. a couple weeks. And um, they're like I said, they're not herd animals. Twins will stay together. Yep. The rest will split. Okay. Oh. And okay. are they wearing those breakaway collars in this video? Yeah, they are. That's the breakaway? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
You might have mentioned that earlier, but so um, that's a little these bowl, are isn't it? Fishing fishing sure, game. Yeah. Two of them. They'll go out and recolor them. Oh, okay. Oh, once these are done. These colors. They'll go find them and yeah. and then throw some colors on them, yeah. and continue to track them. So, I, so essentially, I actually, it's under my permits. I'm actually required to track them once a month for the first twelve months. Oh, okay. So now then the department will piggyback off your your moose and continue to study them. Correct. Okay, so, so there, there's, re- a, there's a good, there's a good collaboration in terms of the con- conservation effort um, and research effort between you and the department, right? Absolutely. Okay. But it sounds like there's so much room for growth. Like there should be a Fairbanks chapter, a Soldana chapter, yeah. a, you know. Oh, absolutely, because um, right now we're only allowed to rescue anything south of the range. Um, so we cannot take these north, and north can't come south. Okay. A lot of biologists, you know, we don't want to transfer um, any potential parasites, like parasites or, or, yeah. or sicknesses or anything. Right, like even that. though they they you know migrate back and forwards. We yeah, don't I mean that seems it. fair. I, right. I, 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 so I we, guess, yeah, we do you know, need a Fairbanks chapter. That might be easier. Than, well, yeah. I know, like you know, the in the 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 unit twenty massive unit 20 area is in my opinion one of the moosiest like population centers in alaska right like delta fairbanks you know uh, uh, that whole right chunk you know summit lake up that patch right there in the kind of foothills of the alaska right. range is just super uh for greeley you yeah. know what i mean right, right. um the yeah so I, I think there's a bigger picture with the moose population and and that's that's our goal. Well, right? no, yeah, and those populations are like really, really good. So there's probably not so much of like a conservation effort in us in an area like that, right? Necessarily, but, but yeah, the numbers in the census. You know, I, I track calves once a month, okay, um, and I know where they're at. I've got a, you know a signal on them, and I can't see them. And so I, I think some of these, um, the numbers may or may not be off a little bit. I, I think there should be a census taken by people like okay how long have you lived here mm. how many moose did you see 15 years ago how many do you see now yeah uh if you're a hunter they call it citizen citizen research or citizen yeah, science something okay. like that and kind yeah. of go, go off of that but you know we look at areas where the population is decreased um i i think that the biggest thing that's um really hurting us are the wolves mm. i don't yeah. think it's hunting um well and even hunters would have an idea in oh, that absolutely. citizen research of, of what's going on. and Yeah. You, know, you kind of don't, I guess, in, we talked about, uh, I was at a state park in Minnesota, and they had a bat population because of some mold or something, and it got in their nose. And when they were hibernating, it like killed 80% of the bats in Minnesota. And so they were having people come back to count the bats coming out just to get an idea of what the number was. And I was like, yeah. man, we should do this for moose because you don't really realize anything's wrong until you're like, hey, I haven't seen it in a couple of years. Yeah. And you can't just rebuild it. Yeah. yeah it's too late that, by it's that It's too point. late, yep. I was going to say the exact H- same How thing. far would you say when you release them, will they go? Like, what's the um, area? The, the, range? the longest. The range. They, they yeah, kind of do Lord a thinks. diamond um, pattern uh, migration. Okay. Um, but the longest uh, we've seen one goes 25 miles. Okay, that's not that far. No. Yeah, I mean, if the food source is good and there's yeah, why, some good shelter yeah. and you can, you know, kind of get away from the bugs and, yeah. you yeah. know, 
dodge and weave the moose and the right. or the uh, the wolves and the bears. Right. They won't. Why go? Right. right? In the yeah. research I read, it was like fifteen miles is the normal, but there's not a lot of research out there as far as. That's crazy. Well, the, that the one that went twenty five miles, her name was Deb. She was a bitch, man. Deb. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her name's she, Deb. <laughs> we dropped her off and she just bolted. Like within a week, she was twenty five miles away. She's like, "I'm out of here, you." Oh, yeah. Fucking, get away yeah. from you yeah. guys. Yep. Yeah. Renegade. What yeah. are some of the other names? Oh, Deb, I like dear that one. God. We had Rocky and Drago last year, and Bowwinkle. We okay. have a lot of twins, uh, so there was like extra and tough. Oh. <laughs> uh, there was run and evade. There Solstice. Was Thelma and Louise. Oh, sweet. oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so I see in this photo, you're... Um, uh, particularly there, just for the picture. So the staples in the back, is that what... Uh, can I call them that? Or what are those like in the back? Like the... the crates? The crates. Yeah, is that... These? Those are release crates I built. Um, okay. There's no such thing as moose crates, so I, I yeah. have to build everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a, I have a time lapse of me building building them oh um, cool so uh what's super cool is uh they open on both sides mm. um mm. and i've trained them with a whistle to go inside them because there is a bucket of uh reindeer pellets on one side and with a whistle i in oh, two weeks like i can train them to all go in there and then on release day i have people standing on top of the crates and once they're all in shut the doors mm. and don't have to sedate them, which is, they don't stress out, which is super cool. Oh, Reindeer nice. pellets. What is that? Well, I, I was going to, I was alluding to a question. So I saw the, the crates in the back, but I was looking at, so Erica's feeding them with a bottle and then there's willows in the ground. So are they eating both of those in that time or were those for another moose? No, they eat. Willow. They have the they have all the browse long. all days hanging around just like it would be oh. in nature. Oh, okay. So if you look at our, uh, uh, the facility. Um, we oh, hang you kind of see it right here. So, like right here on the side. Yep. There's all hanging up. Yeah. yeah oh, so you got can see it. the bar. Oh, okay. And yeah. so it it drops down, and so in between the crates, because we let them hang out in there for shade. But this is a crate training video when they're learning how to not go in the same crate. Um, but it's really cute. Oh, they, so oh but he's like, I'm going in there anyway. Yeah. Let me yep. get in there. Let me get some of that. Is that, is that Thelma and Louise there? That's Rocky and Drago. Oh, okay. I only have Rocky and Drago. That's all I got. Oh, that's yes, yeah, just my experience. Do they yeah. ever have uh, girl and boy twins? Or are they always the same? It's always girl boy. It's always girl boy. And I have girl boy twins. Oh, oh, cool. you're meant cool. to be cool. the most mama. Um, but yeah, uh, we we hang the brows, um, and then the, you can't let it dry out because mm. then it creates tannin, and so it's, they're very finicky and. Oh. And then I often wonder when they go back in the wild what they are thinking when all their trees are upside down now. Yeah, oh. when it's changing. Because yeah. mm -hmm. we hang them, and then out in the wild, they're like this. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they got to start they figuring out how smell to it stand it up and get their neck. Oh, yeah. I There's mean, some videos on YouTube about hanging, hanging the brows. Hanging the brows. So it maybe attracts them in there. Hanging the brows. What, what, do. what do you think? You know, there's there's different levels of like... Uh, um, the smarts of a critter, right? Like you think about predators and you think about different, you know, apex predators and their, their level of smartness, like moose growing up, 
Some of the old boys that I went hunting with kind of oh. always kind of made me feel like moose were just dumb animals. Oh, like what's their intelligence <clears throat> level? Like their intelligence. There we go. Thank you. I, for some reason, I was just like, well, could not put it what's, together. What's, what's your smartness? You see those seven, uh, yeah, yeah. You, see those smartness. seven yeah. you see those seventy inches up there that you can never get. Yeah, they're smart. Well, well that's so. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm getting at. Like, level. like their intelligence level. Thank you, Daniel. I just had to get some a lot smarter than that. Um, intelligenter. Intelligenter. <laughs> yeah, like. Well, like comparison to like caribou or moose or well, wolves or bears I, I or mean, predators. I just mean like you know like going after them, hunting them as a child and watching those guys' way of doing it. I was like, oh yeah, they're just kind of like dumb animals. You kind of roust them no. up or you run into them or whatever. And then, then as I became an adult and I started doing it on my own and then adopting like you know ways of hunting and and theories on their behavior and mm. strategies on calling and learning all that stuff i realized i'm like oh hell no they're inc incredibly intelligent animals mm -hmm. so number one they have to elude and evade and survive yeah. so that takes a lot of smarts yeah i mean they're physical bigs fast all that stuff but um they they are strategic in their way of finding food they're strategic in their way of finding mates they're strategic in their way of surviving and eluding predators like they right. are very smart no they are but they're all they different communicate. just like humans there are yep. some of us that are smarter and some oh of yeah us the are, different so, levels of so make, education so make a fist right now <laughs> that's the size of a, a moose brain right yeah um a lot of it is instinct smaller. okay so their big nose their their snout that is gives them their and their ears yeah. make them different than a lot of mammals right and right. a lot of people think damage. that their big nose is mainly for smell and it, it's the way their nostrils are they have a big line from their their nostrils up that means that they can go underwater and 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 get swamp stuff and not you know have the water come back up in there and yeah. also um the way their nostril works is Kind of like a dog that pants. Um, you often mm. wonder, because they're thick. You, know, you feel dressed in moose, you know, how yeah. thick their hide is. Oh, man. It's insane, right? Yeah. Well, how are you wearing a fur coat during the summer, right? Yeah. Well, the way that they can manipulate their body temperature, kind of like a dog panting, but it's through the nose and through the mm. nostril, and they can regulate their, their temperature. So a lot of it is instinct. A lot of it is intelligence. But you see those 70 inches. Like, like, go nanny, 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 you can never get me. Yeah. yeah. Th those are the smarter bulls. Well, and they're the old bulls that survived a long time mm. because they're smart. They they're, know how to survive. Those ears are their defense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they can it's pivot. It's a mega, they megaphone. Can, they can, they use those they antlers. They can pivot. You can see one ear move and the other not. Like, it just surrounds yeah. sound, man. They, they know you're coming. Yeah. They can close their nostrils while they go underwater. They can just suck in. They can run 35 miles an hour. Right. And I've seen well, one, actually. I've They're seen amazing. one. I've seen one swim and dive. I saw mm -hmm. in Petersville years ago, I was sitting on a lake with my dad, and I watched a cow and a calf go into the lake. It's a small like, pond. They would cross. The calf stayed. She went back out. She dove, man, because she went down. Yeah. I was like, did she disappear? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I don't know, six six seconds. And she popped back up, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I just saw a damn 
Moose dive. It just reminded me like a, a lab, you know, yeah. diving. Yeah. You know, I'm but like, that's wow. that's a they strategy. Can go under for a full I mean, minute. I'm like, holy crap! Oh, like, really? Yeah, full minute. Think of like water aerobics. So you put these right? things together in observing their behavior and trends, right. and you're like, you know, you give them you 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 begin to give them a lot more credit than just being like this big dumb deer no, animal. Smart. That it's like, no, man, they're very very and intelligent. Do not tell me they don't have emotions. Right. Don't tell mm-hmm. me that. Oh, they do for sure. The, the well, when you hear them cry, I'm sure. Oh man, yeah, yeah. it's gotta be sad. And they and they have different sounds. Oh, Eric like and I t- speak moose. Let's Cats. hear some. Mm. Um, so <laughs> there's the irritated. <laughs> and then there's when they're hungry. It's more of a. Mm. And if they're really hungry, it gets long, like. <laughs> Like a baby, like yeah. when they just yeah, let it wail. Yeah. So it's a very vocal animal on top of it, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. You, know, you think about like calling well, a bull well, moose. They, they're glucking right. and they're you know swaying the horns and they're doing the whole thing. And, and we're always taught, yeah, you know. But there are some like crazy chicks out there that are trying to get a little tail. You know what I mean? That, oh, yeah. that man, they go off. We know about this. Yeah. Yeah, they, they and the, you know, it's actually, it's a lot harder to actually hear. Josh knows about this. It's, it's a lot harder to hear them, you know, than what you think. Like, you don't hear cow moose, like, if you're out moose hunting, you don't hear cow moose calling, like, all over the place. No. Like, you it's might randomly hear guy. one, or you'll hear them in the middle of the night. Oh, that's, the, that's the only time I've heard them the most is at night. I've heard them call, like, those long, elongated, like, real, like, they pulled the stockings yeah. up type yeah. call, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, so you, you know what we use? It's nighttime. You know, the big... Um, yeah, the bullhorn thing. Bullhorns. Yeah, that yeah we bull used magnet. To call, put that to your ear. Mm-hmm. Put I two mean, of them you to your every, ear. Yeah. And it's you got a picture, times that what they You got hear. a picture on Instagram um, at the old, uh, oh, yeah, I do the old wetlands. I, I, I do got a picture you. of you right there. Right there. There it is. Yeah, the old megaphone. There you go. Damn. <laughs> well, and I'm not a hunter, but I'm out hunting oh, with my I, I, camera. I'm, I'm telling you, though. Was that stand over there in yeah. that field? Maybe. Yeah. Did you guys Maybe. go up that stand? Yeah. Holy crap. Well, actually, Ricky. a guy, I posted that, and then the dude who made the stand. Needs to be shot. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he made it 14 years ago, and he told me. It's out me, of trees. That one? The one in the trees? Oh, the, out, of, was out with, of trees. Yes. With trees? With three trees. And, yeah. and the center was caved in? Yes. Yeah, well, I'm mixed, not saying mixed, he mixed should be reviews. shot, but I'm just saying he he hit me up and said he made that 14 years ago. Yeah, but he abandoned it and was going to take it down because people were using it and leaving trash everywhere. I saw and two cigarette butts. I don't smoke. I saw them. I don't either. And someone, but he's like, it was so bad. I was going to go in there and clean it up. Yeah. And then he didn't. And he asked me, he's like, what does it look like? I said, well, it's, you probably don't want to stand up there. It's like rickety. It's dilapidated. But there wasn't any trash. Yeah, I mean there no, was a was, two cigarette butts, but it was clean. You 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 do a call and the whole thing. <laughs> oh, it's sketchy, <laughs> so dude. I was on the edge of it. Like I'm not going in there. It, I'm ready to it, jump it, off this thing. Oh, Carlo went in there. Though, it irritated did he? Oh, yeah. me so bad. He call and every time he call, I'm trying to glass right. Yeah, just and swaying just like, back. And yeah, it's like glassing from anything. a boat. Yeah. you're just like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> that's really irritating. I have, a, I have a picture of me from that stand too. A it's a cool stand. I think it's a cool stand. It was, it was a cool stand. It, yeah, it's I mean, pretty it cool spot. History, Fourteen years, man. That is yeah. cool. You just need to make we it should a all more just pitch stable. in and go like stabilize it. Yeah. Just go rebuild before someone dies. Yeah. Well, those it's done. Yeah. 
It needs more than it needs like some yeah, three new thing, trees. You you might just get tetanus like looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The nails in and it. I did. I don't. Did I actually post that's a picture? That's what makes of this hunting now? fun, though. You know. Oh, yeah. Okay, I did post a picture. Yeah, oh no, that's right on there. our story. Oh no, I did post a picture from the stand. If anyone wants to see it, Anna. um, uh, on Alaska Anna. Wild Project. Behind you. There it is. That's yep. it. Yeah, almost died right there. <laughs> and uh, man, should I say who said it was his stand? I don't know if he wants me to tell. Remain people. anonymous, the stand yeah. guy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he knows. He knows. But he built it a long time ago, and I guess he said he has an. There's actually several stands out around in that area. That's like a thing that people do there. Been to them all. Yeah. Yeah. Last day. Last chance dance. Did you guys ride your wheelers back in there? Or did you walk like we did? Went to the edge. And okay. In. Yeah. It was wet. Oh, it was Fuck, wet. It was just, it was like so just straight wet. all water right there. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. Some of those <laughs> steps were sketchy. <laughs> well, man, the weather, the winters there are harsh. So if that thing just sitting exposed, ain't going to last too long. Yeah. That's awesome. That looks like an evening. That was a lot of riding and a lot of hiking and swamp for one little opening. Yeah. I'm just saying. It was. It, yeah. It, yeah. For like a very small area. Overall. Erica, do you like how we go from raising baby moose to hunting? We were talking about the like calls that they all make, and then y'all went yeah, into hunting. They cry for we the rabbit, mama, and then we, we kill them and eat them. We but it has, it has been cool to see them out in the wild, even though Dan makes fun of me. But it's been cool to see them out in the wild, and they are making the calls. Erica is really yeah. a cool intern. I have had some interns, and they're pre-vet wildlife. You know, Can you say mm-hmm. that again? Really, a you're a really cool um, no, intern. Maybe, but I've, I've had like vegans, like <laughs> anti-hunting that come up, and uh, oh, I'm, really? I'm gonna show you how and, cool I am. And this is how I deal <laughs> with it. I make a big dinner. There you go. Kill after after they've gotten attached to the calves and they're in it, right? I make a big dinner and then tell them afterwards that was moose. Yeah. Oh wow. There you go. And it's delicious. Then like, okay, well, I think I that's it. so cool that you also partake in eating them like because it's yeah it was an interesting alaskan thing you know you mentioned you know what your what your um okay nice oh you're right there i'm right there oh i could have pet him you need, to be, you need to be careful yeah, no, that's exactly that's what i'm putting on our tombstone so we, we have, let, we have an understanding he let you get up in there oh yeah super close i was right i was right were, behind were him. you um Making calls or doing no. anything or grunting? We saw, him, we saw him walking First in of the all, woods. I do not promote this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed to wear my Moose Mama hoodies yeah. when, when I do, do this. But <laughs> I do have a really hiking? cool picture. I mean, it's no different than... Uh, this was just behind the airport. Daniel going for a hike yeah. in Kincaid and then exactly. seeing a bull and calling him over. I exactly. Mean, we yeah. all do it if we like doing it. You These know? were all nature. I mean, I didn't do anything. Again, not promoting that. They're just there. That's beautiful. So I'm just walking. Nice bulls. And I just... There's some other nature photographers, and I have a question. Back to moose stuff. Um, who's more vocal at a young age, male or females? Um, are the same. I believe the males are definitely. I kind of had them for mama's boy, like very needy. Whiny. They are very whiny, needy, especially yeah. when you start weaning them. Oh, you yeah. can hear them. You can hear them hours beforehand, and you're like, "Oh, did I forget?" And you're like. They know when it's feeding time. They just, the, they, the boys are. Or when we sick. switch, when we switch and it's like, now it's every four hours. It's oh, so how does that work? Mm. How does the weaning work? Um, so we, we go from eight uh, times a day. And then in August, we start weaning seven, six, five, four, three, two, one till October. You're only doing one. And you only do one. And so increasing you can, the, well, I guess yeah. you always Increasing have the, the amount. 
they're still getting the same amount of milk. Yeah. Right? Oh, just less time. Just less time. But they're probably still feeding more during the day. Oh, more browse. Then, then they're eating a lot of browse. Then the browse runs. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, I need to browse to the bathroom, so we're going to yeah, take a quick break. Right Give a shout out to some <laughs> of the sponsors here. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because, honestly, there's always something good on deck. And, guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. We're back. So, um, we were, we've talked about, you know, the beginning, we talked about the teeth of it. You currently, obviously you have some challenges with facility, right? Yeah. So what, what I was most excited about for this, this conversation and this podcast in particular is that what you're doing, I thought was like one of the coolest things that. I've heard of an Alaskan do in a long time, um, the selfless act and and the commitment and sacrifice that you're doing. Let's let's talk about how we can raise awareness and you know bring awareness. Moose, to, can to, we be moose daddies? Please. To funding, moose papas. you know, like I, there we go. Like how do we? I mean, you know, help our cause the donation, right? There's that opportunity, but like bigger picture, like what, like what can we do to help? Like what's 
We Talking to the listeners, stuff. what How can we, we do to help? And what are because we have a lot of listeners, and what can they do to help? Yeah, um, it obviously takes money. Um, sure, we're a hundred percent volunteer organization. Yeah, um, and so we we definitely need money, you know, to feed them, um, to run the operation. But the biggest thing right now is we need a place to do it. Mm. Um, you know, we got a permanent facility; it didn't turn out, and now we're like, what do we do in the spring? I mean, and it's coming up. Is there some ju- permitting bullshit or something that, that got in the way? Yeah, we find. Yeah. I've been a well, sing- single mom for a long time, um, and I've leased places here and there in South Anchorage, um, a couple years at a time. Yeah, they had the right plot that you could do right. the thing with. Um, yeah. So for the last eight years, we've been in South Anchorage. So we finally got a permanent location, um, set it all up, had a written approval from the meeting, and our neighbors said nope. Our permits, know. our permits from Fish and Game, everything, everything, everything worked was, out was solid. Um, and and the hard, the hard part was that because when I moved up, Dana had already talked about it. she's recovering from surgery, and we're talking like Dana. I know I moved up here for this, but if you can't do it, and we need a year for you to get healthy, then then we do it. Yeah. But yeah. then then we're not going to move it, and we had all the things set because we busted our butt to get everything 30, set up. Thirty two screws in my back later. Um, so anyway, uh, we just, we, you know, things happen a little political, you know, it, it's Alaska. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, um, so hoops you know, to jump hoops through, to jump so, through yeah. but there are places yeah. in Anchorage and this is the hard part. Um, we're supposed to live on location. We bottle feed every two and a half hours. Um, uh, we have to have it right there. Um, but there are places in Anchorage. Um, they say light to heavy industrial, which doesn't like behind really Sonic. Like, um, well, it doesn't seem like you guys need like a wooded area or a grassy wooded. area. Yeah, yeah. You do or you don't? We, we do. We do. We, that we, preferred. Mm-hmm. Preferred. Well, they're going back into the wild. We need to give yeah, them so as you natural can't have habitat them like, as we can. But there are spaces in Anchorage that have that if we could find one. What about like teaming up yeah, with someone true. like the Campbell Creek Science Center? There you go. Or we just, Alaska we need, Public we need Lands. Ideas. We need, or we need the sponsors. We need or some parks and rec. Or even like what we talked about, like Siri or, or different things like. Oh, some of the That was, was going to be my suggestion was like, you know, there's grants and there's business development opportunities where, you know, some local businesses or local entities have gotten support and funding, you know, and I think it's ultimately it's all about the pitch and like. Yeah. We'll name it after your grandma your if you let us use it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever it takes to, to rescue these babies. Um, I think you guys should also meet with, like, um, SCI Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, some Some of these yeah, corporations, some of, of these John things that if, yeah, yeah, we just had on the podcast who they're look, they got money to fund these type SCI's of things. SCI's Moose Sanctuary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, all, it's all for conservation effort at the Absolutely. end of the day. So Absolutely. It just goes hand in hand. What about um? Are you guys on pick, click, give with um, the dividend? We we will we will be, be. okay mm-hmm. yeah. this year I, coming up. Um yeah, I so we we're actually on. Um, I think it's this year. What is it? Alaska community non nonprofit something. We just got a really nice donation from Weaver Brothers, the trucking company. Okay. Oh right nice. on yeah sweet yeah one of the biggest donations we've gotten from them. So um that really helps. I oh, cried yeah. called them. Yeah. <laughs> I cried at the post office when I opened it. Oh, thank that's you. so nice. Well, I oh, saw that on cute. your guys' website. Um, and for those wondering what it is, it's it's um, moosemamas.org. Moose um, yeah. I did see that um, 
you guys had a $20,000 goal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're thinking is going to take was for a facility? Okay. It's, it costs about it, without getting paid 100% volunteer. It costs about 20 to $25,000 to, to run it for yeah. a year, yeah. which isn't bad for That's a nonprofit. Bad. No, no, I mean, it, it um, seems but for like a facility, you know, gosh, we're, we're needing either donation, a lease, um, something. We've found a, a parcel in Indian, which from South mm. Anchorage, our house yeah. is only, you know, 15 miles away. It's a good spot. So something like that. I was just about to ask you if you had like any like nibblers. Like, do you have anything in the works? Like, just the permitting stuff is maybe in process or like. As long as we find a, a place in the right zoning, um, the muni's fine. Fishing game's fine. You oh, know? okay. Um, but we, we have our own particular zone and we don't want yeah. it around mm -hmm. people. We don't want, you know. Well, and now you've done it so much, Dana, that you're just, you don't, you want to move it one more time. Oh. And after moving no, it last. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, after moving it last year and then not getting it the. Sucks. It sucks to move this thing. Oh, I think I could, I, I think I could muster it if we moved it. And then, you know, you had the moose actually in the summer. I'd be more motivated to move it again multiple times. But. Well, some of you big but ballers, like, some of these big ballers are out here listening, and you own all yeah, these properties we are a and five hundred one c three man, and all these and, miles and all yeah. this, all this, yeah. all this acreage you have. Like, man, let's let's go ahead and put up a donation or open right. up this space for you guys. Well, and we've yeah. been yeah. looking on on Zillow and stuff, and there's like there's one hundred eighty acres for a billion dollars. Yeah, and you know we need two and a half or three acres, so you get. Three acres isn't bad. You get your little spot and, yeah. you know, you get the dream or, I mean, Dan and I have a billion different dreams of I manage a property and she's still at her house, but, you know. Yeah, see, I can. You could, got I, interns that are living there in the summer. I'm living yeah, there in the school like a year ranch, a ranch to kind of manage yeah. it and keep it going. Yeah. And I mean, there there's a difference between having your house with the pins behind you, which is. Super nice because I have three kids. You know, eight years ago when my kids were little, they were okay sitting in a field all summer. Yeah. Now yeah. that they're 15, that ain't happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they got other priorities. So I got to kind of choose between two legged and four legged, you know. <laughs> so. I think I saw that somewhere in your statement or it's probably something. Probably in her bio. Yeah. I, I could have I, I, I saw I've that. I've probably said it too many times. My kids hate when I say that. <laughs> They, they really do. Have you oh. guys spoken at all with the Nature Conservancy Center or whatever that is out there by... Um, out in Girdwood? Girdwood. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we can't do it next to them because um, these are release animals. Um, that's a display permit. We are a release permit way different. Okay. And we have to have like a... It's called a clean facility to where there's they're not around any bacteria or other animals. Gotcha. And that's where infants. part of the permitting comes in like... Because people are like, what about the... Um, no, I'm totally blanking on the conservation. What about the golden lion? On different Thursday. things like that. <laughs> Sonic on Huffman. How about Upper Huffman? There's so lots you, of you need there. Moose Mama's Ranch. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah, Moose you Mama's Ranch. Like that's just a, a spot with you know, a nice a eight plex on there for all the um. Well, no, like what I would vets. like. Okay, this is gonna sound kind of like, you know, maybe cliche a little bit, but um, Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. You know, like you go. Dutton's got his ranch and he's got his like housing. Like to me, I'm thinking like. And you could have a really mega, yeah, cool. It'd be nice. I mean, we don't, we don't take could... much. I was putting her in a tent this summer, so yeah. right, just to be on. I mean, I lived in a camper this summer. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, well, I mean, if even like, if you had like wall tents and bunks and just yeah. like, temporary setups, where you had folks kind of rotating in and out yeah. and helping, and it's more so weather. 
And then how are you going to heat the bottles up without getting attacked by a bear when yeah, you're storing the formula? Yeah, we need electricity. It so, really helps. Mm. You know, a toilet, give or take, you know, we could do it We could do uh-huh. it with an outhouse, but you're going to want water for the bottles, the formula. If it sticks in the bottles, it's we've yeah. me and we, We've roughed up before. We're, we're like coolers and ice. Um, you know, yeah, do what you got to yeah. do. Crap in the woods. That yeah. kind of thing. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah do Done what you it. have Everything to. for the babies. So that yeah. reminds me. So uh, we we call it Moose Mamas because we I've actually had some male interns. They don't work out. Oh, really? Careful. We're live. They could listen. <sighs> I, I, I hope they do. Well, I maybe really they want to come here. They're hear this. 3 yep. o'clock in the morning. I, I'm challenging you two oh. to see if you can oh, okay. do... I get 48 hours, to go hunting. Moose Papa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two full days, huh? Two full days because at 3 o'clock in the morning. That would be an excellent YouTube video. Most men have are Have you seen Brandon at 3 in the morning? It. I have. Yeah. Well, well and, <laughs> and that's maybe why Dan and I are so tight because we just it's never cool. slept. Yeah. And you just got up and you just. Let's do it. And it's called yeah. trauma bond. Made it, made it trauma, trauma bond. Exactly. Trauma bond. exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, it's like it's Sucker. like when you you're laying in bed and you know your your partner and the baby's crying, and it's like I got up last time. You get up this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been up that. since three a.m. <laughs> you know, it's like we had that. We had that. Really, the the, sh- the that's pre- where Dana goes. Uh, intern. Intern, intern, yeah, that's yeah. the intern yeah. role. Yeah. There you that's go. Don't get yeah. hit by a bear. Yeah. That's what they call sweat equity. I've been doing this get a long in. time. Just the it's other day, time. Erica asked me, "So how do you choose interns?" I'm like, "Whoever applies, mm-hmm. yeah. suckers." Yeah, <laughs> they usually last in the first 48 hours. Well, I think yeah. it is a great opportunity for anyone that's getting into any sort of wildlife career, even stuff. teaching yeah. veterinarianism. Uh, anything is that like what it's called veterinarianism. I, I, I just made that up. I like to make up. <laughs> I'm gonna words. write that down. Oh, I Erica, said it, write I that said down. Write it down. Smart, smart, smartness. Let's smartness. make it a question. The smartness. We make up words at Alaska Wall Project. Yeah, and veterinarianism. They actually Google it. They're, they're a word. Yep, we just made it up. And so, Washer's tournament. When is that happening? Okay, then, all right. Oh. Let's let's proceed with this. So I think First that we could raise some raise money, money for Moose Mamas yeah. by having a Washer's tournament, a fifty-fifty raffle. Yes. 50-50 raffle or all the proceeds? My dream. No, all, no, uh, all of it. Let's yeah, let's 100%. say, well, then people got to come to win money or else you're not going to come. So well, maybe, we'll say they, a 50- maybe they could just win merch and the money could go to the babies. Alaska Wild Project where dreams come true. Yes. Okay, so this is the Disney idea. Disney theme music. That's what, that's what they say. So the idea is to have a washer tournament, which is kind of like cornhole. But better. But way better. And... You set your two teams, teams of two, we'll have a big bracket system, and everyone will jump in to uh, donate some money. And we can have it at the Moose Lodge, we're members now. Oh, we are. Okay, we'll have it at the Moose Lodge, Mm -hmm. we'll do a full thing, fully catered, we can provide um, moose stew, moose steaks, moose everything out there. I cater too. And we can, are perfect. That's right. Mm. We'll have a nice night. We'll beat Raise a bunch of money. Cater. And let's get the goal up. Woohoo! All right, perfect. Love it. And someone will donate property. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need someone to donate some property. Yeah, Somebody's got three acres. Lots of people have lots of acres. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just need three. I mean, maybe, you know, bonus if there's like a little lodge or something on it already. <laughs> yeah. Water. I'm saying ran- ranch style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know two, what? Two I, words. Tax write-off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Greater and, good. Saving babies. For okay, for Moose too. Mamas, I, I'm in very enthusiastic and confident that like 
it's probably a timing thing. It's just like, you know, things happen for a reason. I know that's like kind of, I don't know. Some people believe it, some don't, but I just feel like when you're really convicted and you believe in something, like things work out. When you stay with it, that's the the thick and thin of it. That's the next show. What God's hand in this? Yeah, and that's why I feel like I had to say it because it's it's kind of like usually the most successful people have had like some strike of luck or something happened. Just the the timing was right. Success is not a straight line; it's a squiggle. Yeah, it is, and it's always uphill too, right? That's Mm -hmm. right. So I feel like the work you put in, the years you put in, the interns and relationships, and the people that. You brought awareness to this and that want to help. Like it's it's all going to work Some, out. Something's I think. going to happen. I guarantee you. I'm yeah. doing this, you know, eight years. I keep beating the blocks. Um, I've tried to walk away several times. Oh, being really? a single mom with three kids, you know, yeah. counting quarters to buy just, food. It's just too much. Yeah, it's too much. And something always happens. A miracle happens. God provides, and something he he's through. like, you you got to keep doing this. So I'm going to keep doing it. So you did th- ask, like, who, what could people do? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. So they can follow us on social media. We're trying to yes. up that game. Okay, and the social media is at AK Moose Mamas, mm-hmm. all right, on Instagram. Facebook, yep. too. Facebook. And we Facebook. also have TikTok. TikTok? Yeah, yeah dude. Oh, get on this. Hold tickety. on. Let me get my moves down. <laughs> and then share it, right? Like, we'll up our YouTube game a little bit as well. I don't know if YouTube didn't exist when you started out or what. I think the YouTube would be a big. It was like it existed, but it's I just, think it's YouTube, really prevalent now. I mean, yeah, yeah I was on your guys' YouTube thing. Um, oh, where was we it? upped our Instagram. I, I upped the Instagram followers. Good. This in 2021, because Dana had the Facebook followers, which is probably where more of the money is. But it's easier to share. That's Moose Mama is right there. If you can on have YouTube. it mm-hmm. everywhere else, I so. do the old. Up? Social I was, media. She does the. New I was oh, taking that's the, where the TikTok <laughs> and Instagram comes in. I mean, fifty-seven we, subscribers. This should we, be five thousand. No right. Kidding. Well, we got what fifteen hundred. Uh, well, fifteen thousand on Facebook. Yeah. Have Facebook you guys? Has the most ha, followers. Have you guys heard of? Um, you should connect with. Uh, let me find her on Instagram. Moose photo. To, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's our friend. I talked Anna. to her. Oh, yep. and she has shout out, thousands shout out to of Anna. followers. She's huge. She's raised yep. money for she's us. She's been raising money. Has she really? Yep. So yes. She's, okay. She's okay. A, so oh, she's going to be so happy you said that. We're going to yeah. tell her. Give yeah. Her what is, let, let me look her up again real moose quick. Moose photo. I, yeah, moose With an F. With an F. That's right. She was going to come visit this yeah. this summer. And we didn't have any moose. Didn't have any moose. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Okay. She's huge. 101,000 followers. Right. So we've upped our following game. Oh, look at the albino moose. And uh, <gasps> so I've had dreams of an albino Whoa. orphan. Okay, so yeah. I also found another guy, Moose Moose Blue or something, followed me the other day. And he had a picture of you, Dana, like feeding the babies. <coughs> and I was like, what? Stealing our they're all, all the pictures are like stolen pictures. And they're like, photo cred, photo cred. And I'm like, what? So I like photo credit Moose Mamas. But I was like, there's people out there that are. Well, you guys stuff. have a really good start. Yeah. You have a really yeah. good foundation. I mean, you laid the groundwork for how to do it. Um, yeah. I think after the show comes out, you'll probably get a, several more followers, hopefully some sort of lead. Um, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. That was my main thought on this Thank whole. You. you know, when we had that conversation, I was like, man, like, you know, this is a cool opportunity for us and what we really wanted to, you know, p- part one of the little parts of like, 
the big picture of Alaska Law Project was to bring awareness to cool shit that like people maybe then our local level know, but like we can yeah. expand it. And yeah. and so that's, that's where I was like, man, it, I feel like this needs to be known. People need to know 100%. about it. Percent. Everyone loves moose. Somebody out Who there does with, not love moose? There's somebody out there with deep pockets and some property that would be like, oh shit, I would be more than happy to donate it. We just he doesn't know. She right. doesn't know. The family, whatever it exactly. is, yeah. doesn't know. Yeah. So it's like you just got to find the right person, the right timing right. of it. Right. Yeah. Well, and let's I, set I the parameters like there, then. Man. If someone has a property, would we be able to go as far as Palmer? And down to Girdwood? Is that the parameters? Sure. Okay. Yeah. We I won't mean, say the no. Close, closer the better. Closer the better to you Anchorage, know. but yeah. like you would be willing to go to the Butte. If someone I mean, like, we're not hey. willing to we're not willing to say no until we see it. Yeah. Right. What if it's what if it's perfect? Well, yeah. I would I would think that all opportunities are on the table at this point. Exactly. To like. Oh, absolutely. Right. Um, Logistics absolutely. we can worry about a little bit later. We can, can, we can deal, convince like, Dana later. She can drive further. I mean, from her house. Yeah. I mean, if it's just like the the motherland, and you can like spend nights out there. And, I mean, oh, absolutely, and live there part time. The motherland. The motherland. Oh shit. Ooh. The motherland. If there it's it the motherland, then there's a nice stream with fish in Ooh. between fi- oh, feeding. Now you get a little okay. picky. <laughs> Start with some really good I'm a, willows. I'm a girl. I'm a girl. <laughs> there you go, willos. You know. Um, well, we appreciate you guys coming in and talking with us. We can't thank you enough. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate um, it. Any Alaskans that are interested in this, it's AK Moose Mamas on Instagram. Um, the website, once again, is moosemamas.org. Um, take a little bit of your money. Even $5 helps. Um, do a little donation. Um, what about the merch? Coffee for cash. Yeah, moosemamas.org. You can buy some hoodies, some hats. Mm-hmm. Those are great looking hoodies. Them. We've sold them around the world. We have people in front of the Eiffel Tower sporting them. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Go to the YouTube page, Moose Mamas. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Um, let's do some good things for moose because it's good for everyone. I mean, everyone that listens to this, either you love looking at moose or you love eating moose. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We all want. The, you live the, in Alaska. You live if in you Alaska. don't like moose, you should move. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned something in your in you know your your bio information. It's it is one of our largest like natural resources as far as a meat source. I mean, we can always go to Costco and buy beef and the whole thing, but until you as can't. far as I mean, as far as like a, a truly natural harvest where you get a substantial amount of meat that that truly feeds you and your family and clan and your group. Moose, like it, it moose are that. the healthiest meat, red meat there is. It's healthier than bison. Right. So. I mean, for the true organics of it, like there's so many positives in terms of um, helping the overall cause and population health of moose and Alaska Yukon. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's, it's, and it's we haven't way. even touched on, um, you know, um, indigenous culture, you know, where... Um, oh, man. The, yeah, that's... When a moose population goes down in a rural setting um, it impacts the human yeah you gotta move yeah especially if it's yeah Mm -hmm. suicide domestic violence and substance abuse goes up yeah because there's more suffering yeah yeah there's a lot of uh yeah that's that's what got me going that's a whole nother angle of like what the importance of the natural resource huge i meant had mentioned earlier it's it is a real thing here for in alaska and it, it it will be even that much longer um for next generations um with Folks actually doing something about it. Yeah. With Moose yeah. Mamas. Yeah. Get on the thank pick, you. click, live. Yeah. Well, thank yeah, you guys so much. It's It's been an honor being here. It was here. fun, you guys too. Are, you yeah. guys are awesome. 
Yeah. And, uh, Look forward to beating you in washers. Hell yeah. No, we're going to we'll set that up. Going. We're going to set up the washers tournament. Yep. Uh, we do host a uh, annual meet party um, for all our guests and all our close friends and family. And I think that would be the perfect place perfect. to actually do the um, tournament. Oh, One of the shit. events that happens at the tournament. Now that I'm so thinking about it, so you guys bring it. the whole shebang to the meat party, and yeah. then we'll have like a bazillion. There'll be people hundreds there of people there, love it, and more than willing to invest. Perfect in it too. So yep. great, great idea. We better come and practice. Dana, Dana does art too. So if you need, just to, make sure yeah. you guys' calendar's good in like April. April, well, April. perfect. And this will be preseason for you. Yeah, yeah. that's get right. Get you a facility. We'll get you rolling. Perfect. But yeah, yep. it's like a baby shower. There you, yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. baby yeah. shower. Close this out, B. Yeah, man. Uh, hey, so merchandise we were talking about earlier. We just got a bunch of stuff in. Uh, just restocked Barney's Sports Chalet. Um, he's got all of our hoodies, T-shirts, hats. Uh, he's got a nice display down there. So that's uh, open and available. Um, check out patreon.com. Slash Alaska Wild Alaska Project. Project. That helps us. We talk about donating, growth. Um Check us out. Obviously, all the social media platforms. Like it. Subscribe it. Do the whole nine. And uh, for sure, check out what will be our latest episode with uh, Moose Mamas, episode 85. Thanks for listening, Alaska. Stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney's Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management, providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska. Built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. With exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. 
ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth. And it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy. And it is unmanly to say they cannot do it. <laughs>